Welcome to my Wide Range Podcast. I will be your host, Mandy. Today's episode is Success in Time. I will be telling a story taking place at a reservoir in my house. I enjoy fishing a lot, but sometimes it's stressful. I faced a problem, but I will take on the challenge. I won't give up until I accomplish my goal. I will encounter smaller challenges along the way, which will only make me more frustrated. It took time and I had to put a lot of thought into it, but I succeeded after I tried. Take a close look into my story of how I had my problems, emotions, and how I dealt with them. carefully, making sure not to hurt it. I whispered farewell to the bug as the car continued down the road. Minutes later, my dad parked the car near the boat launch. Okay, everyone off, my mom told us. I took everything I needed, a net, bread, and a bucket. My sister did the same. My mom and dad were admiring the view of the lake and the vegetation around it on the side, casting shadows and reflections on the lake. I saw people boating, fishing too. The air was crisp and fresh. Bugs were indeed buzzing around me. I could spot a lot of fish darting around in the water, making ripples on the surface. Bluegills, smallmouth bass, and pumpkin seeds. I put some bread in my net, making sure to get the air out by swishing it back and forth, back and forth in the water. I felt a breeze wash through my hair. I placed the net gently near the shore of the lake, where the water was up to my knees. The bread immediately attracted lots of fish. But the fish weren't brainless. They slowly drew near the unknown crisp white cloth attached to a smoothly carved stick. I saw them flexing and lifting their bodies and tail, gently gliding in the water, examining the net. The fish were hesitating, part of their nature to be aware of unknown things for their safety. I saw them wondering if they should follow their instincts to dart where the divine smell was released from in the cloth, or should they ignore it in case it's a trap. I saw the fish giving in The smell of the superb bread was just too much. One fish slowly approached the edge of my net, its body glistening in the morning sun. I saw at once that it was a bluegill, 
its eyes changing and looking at every direction for any threatening movement or sound. The bluegill didn't spot any, and it was also getting impatient. It just wanted to eat the food. The fish gleefully propelled itself into the net, and at the last second, I scooped it up. Caught one! I shouted. Nice, my dad replied. I caught a bluegill, which was pretty common in these waters, and filled my bucket with water. I put the fish in my bucket and saw the fish scrambling in, desperate to get water in its gills. I want to catch a smallmouth bass. I thought. I only did once before. I saw one swimming towards my net, and just as I thought I would catch it, it quickly zoomed away, determined not to get caught. The sun shone down on me. Lucky I was wearing my hat. I thought. I tried many times to catch a smallmouth bass, swish, 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 only to fail. So close, I always thought. The next morning, after a failed visit to the reservoir, I know that you and Olivia had another argument. Want to talk about it? My dad questioned. Fine, I grumbled. I searched for the right words and explained everything. Hmm. My mo mom cut in. She was deep in thought. I could feel the tension hanging in the air, refusing to let go. How about we go again next week? She finally asked. I don't know. I murmured. I excused myself from the table in a murmur. I slowly climbed the stairs, feeling as worn out as ever, and collapsed on the bed. I reflected on what my mom just said. It's trapped in my brain, refusing to let go. How about we go again next week? My mom had asked. It echoed around inside my head. The inside of my head was like a trampoline. The words bouncing around, back and forth, up and down. I suddenly remembered my promise to my mom that I would study. So with a groan, I dragged myself to my desk and began to do my workbooks. My head was still spinning like a top at high speed as sunlight poured and splashed down on me. The next day, I strolled downstairs and jogged over to my parents. I predicted what they were going to ask me. In bed, I thought over and over if I should say yes or no. I fell asleep with the answer, but I didn't know if it was the right answer to the hard question. But it was worth the risk, or else I might never accomplish my goal. Have you made up your mind? My mom questioned me. Yeah, I replied. Well, is it a yes or no? My dad chimed. I was about to reply when my sister came in. She looked sleepy, as if nine hours of sleep hadn't been enough. Is there any breakfast? She asked, as if the answer wasn't obvious enough. I gave her an icy stare, but she just ignored me. Of course, it's on the table. My mom answered. Okay. My sister stumbled away. So what's the answer? My dad asked again. It's a yes. I announced. I really want to go back to Asbury River Reservoir next week. We went to Aspet River Reservoir once again. I was ready. 
The cattails were waving around in the cool summer breeze. I was watching a few leaves that were emerald green, still gently drifting down from the trees like sailboats in the sky. I saw the mud at the bottom of the reservoir, water weeds growing out from them like spikes on a porcupine. A year ago, my dad was teaching me about different types of fish and how to tell them apart. Remember the shape of their heads, where their mouths are located, what pattern and where the fins are. Now, you would not always need this, he was mentioning, but you can also tell them apart by their average adult size. But when you go fishing in different seasons, the age of the fish is different. I snapped out of my memories and returned back to reality. At once, fish appeared, bluegills and pumpkin seeds, but no sight of a smallmouth bass. They were all healthy looking, smoothly weaving around the weeds. I started having an itch on my leg, but I didn't twitch one muscle. I stood there waiting for a smallmouth bass to appear. I finally spotted one, a large one with glistening scales and looked very strong. I could tell because of the shape of the head and the size. Since it was the summer, not all the fish are grown up yet. But this smallmouth bass looks like it was already two years old. I waited patiently for the smallmouth bass to appear. I waited for what felt like an eternity. I thought I would fall down because of my beaten legs. I began to have the feeling of giving up, but I waited. I really wanted to stop and go home, but I waited. The smallmouth bass slowly swam towards my net its eyes searching for any movement that might signal danger. It slowly but surely went into my net. I quickly pulled my net out of the water. I couldn't believe it. I actually succeeded. I didn't actually expect myself to catch one. I thought I would fail again. I felt my hand gripping the net, making sure not to drop it. I quickly put the smallmouth bass into my bucket. It jumped in without hesitation. I caught a smallmouth bass, I shouted. My mom and dad came over, but my sister just ignored me, continuing her fishing. Good job, my mom said. Nice, my dad added. I went on catching more fish, not smallmouth bass, because that would be hard to do again. I felt a surge of accomplishment rush through me. I panted, trying to catch my breath. After half an hour of fishing, it was time to leave. The sun was too strong, beating my back like burning coal. I looked one last time at the fish I caught, especially at the smallmouth bass, and tipped the bucket in the water. Instantly, all the fish slithered and thrashed out of the bucket, never wanting to be caught again. I watched them dart away like brown and silver missiles, gleaming and shining in the water so fast I could barely spot the details on their bodies, just colored, blurry shapes in the water. They were going all directions, except in my direction, of course. The smallmouth bass was the fastest, with one flick of its tail, but one foot of space was covered, or that was what it appeared like. On the drive back from Aspirate River Reservoir, I felt pleased and thrilled that I reached my impossible feeling goal. It was like shooting an arrow and finally landing smack right in the middle. I thought some more, 
and a large mouth bass formed into mine. Maybe I can net a large mouth bass? No, I tried to shake that thought off, like a cat furiously jerking off water. I've had enough goals, even if it's just one, but it was still challenging. As the car sped along the road, trees passing by, its shadows casting shadows in the car. Are you satisfied? My dad asked. I think I know the answer. My mom answered. A smile slowly creased across my face. I'm overjoyed, and I think you can tell. I chuckled. My mind suddenly went back to the largemouth bass thought. I smiled. I don't need to catch a largemouth bass. I already caught a type of bass, and it was a smallmouth bass. A smaller goal? Largemouth bass, larger goal. I laughed inside my head. Then sure, there surely is a lot to say about fish. My dad always reminds me that when you go fishing, you don't need experience, you don't need silence, you only need the right fish. In the article, Fishing Can Make You Happier and Healthier, they mention a bad day fishing is better than a good day at the office, that fishing is good for you. It can provide long mental and physical health benefits. Fishing can lower your stress when your mind is in a mess. Spend time in nature or go fishing. I like fishing because it helps me focus on things, whether it's homework or just problems I have. Fishing can include making you smarter. You need to strategize your fishing to catch a fish. The more experience you have, the smarter you'll get. The article said we can teach anyone to cast a fly line in 30 minutes, but fishing is a lifelong thing that you can get better at over the years. You never stop learning how to go fishing. You always learn new things when you go fishing. I, for example, learned that different fish like different depths of water. Fishing is an excellent physical workout. You use a lot of muscles when you go fishing. You climb over rocks and you hike. You also use your arm muscles when you are holding your fishing rod or net. This article draws a line to my narrative because I enjoy fishing even when I get frustrated. It helps me think more deeply to give something more thought. After a day of fishing, I feel refreshed and tired, of course, but I have a feeling that makes me feel good, like I accomplished something. Fishing isn't always easy, but the harder you try, the closer you'll get to your goal. I tried over and over to catch a smallmouth bass, and I succeeded in the end. The key to success is failure.